As, as we look forward to this next year, we'll, we will be leaving, Lord willing, uh, 2021 behind us. And we'll be looking toward 2022. A lot of things can happen and, uh, in that year. Some things may not. But as we look in Scripture this evening, kind of setting the... Uh, we're going to look at some things, and stay with me because you're going to think, Brother Guffey, you're, which I am, you're, you're nuts, you know, you're chasing rabbits, and uh, where are you going, what are you doing? So it's going to be, I'm warning you, it's even going to be worse this evening. So stay with me and, and on this because we're going to start out with a uh, parable. And we're going to go into looking at some memories. We're going to go into forgetting some things. And then we're going to pull it all back together and why we need to keep memories in our minds. So uh, just kind of the base, giving you the basic outline of it. And, uh, you know, some things we're going to you know, say, well, you just said this and now you're saying this. But I'm saying it for a reason. So I'm warning you, okay, Brother Governor, you just said this. I know. But give me a couple minutes and we'll bring it back into focus, okay? So let's pray. Father, thank you for the day. Thank you for loving us. Lord, just pray you bless in the service this evening. Lord, in the preaching. Lord, help me to have the words to say. And Lord, uh, the clarity of mind. Lord, I, we know, I know where the words that I want to use in the, the scriptures. So Lord, help the clarity of mind to, to uh, Lord, get where I need to be. And the point across. So, Lord, I just pray that you would bless in the service this evening. Lord, I know we all have memories. Lord, we all have things that uh, we'd like to put aside. Lord, things that we need to keep in the forefront, the memories that we need to remember daily. So, Lord, as we look at some scripture this evening, just help us to remember, Lord, that, uh, again, like Brother Matt said this morning, that you came. Lord, then that you paid every, you paid the price, you paid everything. There's nothing that we need to do except uh, realize that we're sinners and, and accept you as our Lord and personal Savior. And Lord, as we look at things this evening, just pray that, uh, Lord, something would touch somebody's heart, some void that they have, Lord, some problem, some situation, Lord, that uh, Scripture will touch their heart tonight. Not, not the messenger, but Lord, the message from you, that it would touch their heart, touch their lives, in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to start with just one verse this evening and uh, look where we <clears throat> and build from there. But if you would, turn to Luke chapter 24, and, I, and we're just going to look at verse number 8 at the moment. We'll come back to here and, and pick up on the story. But at the moment, I just, we just want to be in Luke chapter 24 and verse number 8. The Bible said, and they remembered his words. This is after they're talking, the, the Lord Jesus Christ is, is the, uh, we'll, we'll read back up in there. But in uh, verse number 5, you see, they were afraid. They bowed down their faces to the earth, and they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He's not here, but he's risen. 
Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hand of the sinful men, be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. There's a legend that a man named Aaron was walking home from work, and he was walking down the path of the river, and he tripped over or kicked or uh, a leather pouch. And he picked it up, and stones, there were stones inside these, this leather pouch. And as he made his way down the river, he would reach in, and, and he'd pick up a stone, and he'd throw it into the river. And his mind was thinking, one of these days I'm going to be rich. One of these days I'm going to have the biggest house on the block. And as he walked a little bit more, he reached in, he picked out another stone and threw it in the river. And he said, one of these days in that big house, I'm going to have servants. I'm going to have the best food that I can eat, that that man can buy. And I'm going to have servants bring it to me at the table. I'm not going to have to do anything. All these things he's dreaming about as he's walking down the the river here in this pouch that he's found. Again, it's just legend says. And he keeps on going down and all the things he's thinking of, all the big expenses, and he chunks another rock into the river. And he gets down to the last stone and he reaches in, he pulls it out, and he holds it up to the sunlight. And the the sunlight gleams through that little rock. Come to find out it was precious emeralds, precious stones. And his mind reels back that he's taking that whole pouch as he's walking down the river. And all these things that he's thinking about in his life that are going to make me happy. The riches, the fine food, the servants that bring it to it. Everything that I can have on the block. You know, we, uh, you may have done the same thing. You drove around and look at the Christmas lights. And on the Christmas lights, they had one of these big, huge houses. Miss Guffey and I were looking and I said, look at how big that house is. You know, there's one out on South Pass, excuse me, Southwest Parkway. I mean, thousands and thousands of lights. And you're thinking, look how much it took. That's what makes them happy. You know, and you look at all these big, huge houses. And this man was thinking, if I just had a big, huge house like that and all these things. And all of a sudden he realizes that the stones that he's throwing into the river, throwing them away, are the ones that could have made him rich. And his mind reels back. But see, the story here is that in our Christian lives, those little rocks that are being thrown into the river, think about it. In our Christian life, those little rocks are precious memories that we have. God has given, God has given you, God has given me, He's given everybody that is saved, is born again. God has filled our lives with precious memories. But what we do, if we're not careful, we trip over that bag, and all of a sudden we pick that bag up and we start throwing them in, throwing them away, and throwing them away, and throwing them away. And we all of a sudden, we, we get to a point in our lives where we can't go maybe down any further. We're going to have to cut the bottom of the barrel out to get any further down than what we feel. Because we've thrown away some of our precious memories. We've thrown them all away. And all of a sudden, we get to the very last one and we pick it up and we look at it. And the sun shines through it. 
And this beautiful image comes across it and we realize that's what we've been doing with our memories, with our precious memories. We've just been throwing them away. God's given them to us and we throw them away. The same thing that's happened here in Luke chapter 24 in verse number 8. And they remembered His Word. God has given us so many things in His Word for us to make memories out of. And what we do, if we're not, what a Christian does, if we're not careful, they take those memories and they just, I wish I was rich. I wish I had the, I wish I had the biggest house in the state of Texas. Everybody knew where I live because it's the most ginormic. That's not even a word, but the biggest house in the state of Texas. Everybody knows where it is. Kind of like uh, the King Ranch in South Texas. Everybody knows where the King Ranch is because it's the biggest ranch in the United States. And I think it's the second biggest or third biggest in the whole world. People know the King Ranch. But God has given us memories. And what, sometimes what we do is we just kick those memories out of, out of our, you know, we just toss them into the river. The story here is, you know, Christian, in our Christian lives, we've been throwing our precious blessings away. I'm not, you know, God help me, leave myself aside. There's so many things I could tell you that God's done, and I've told you, but, you know, there's so many things in your life that God has done that you can tell others. You need to tell your story of what God has done for you. It may be just a simple trip. A lot of you have traveled home for Christmas. It's a simple trip of just making it home safely. It's as simple as making it back home safely. That's not an accident. That's God taking care of you. God helped you get to where you were going to get and get back to where you come from. Or if you're from here and you've made it here and God's protecting you here. See, we forget those little things. Those are what God does for us. You've got a story to tell just like everybody else does. God did this. God did this. And it's up to us in our memories to remember what God has done for us. <clears throat> you know, forgetfulness will rob us of those jewels which will make us rich. Again, this man wanted to be rich. But the blessings that God had given him, a lot of times he just took and cast them away. <clears throat> Here's this. We should endeavor to train our memories that, that they may assist us in living the happy, useful, spirit-filled life. We ought to train our, our, our memories to do that. The things that God has done. And I understand, and so do you, if we're going to live in this old world, there's going to be good times, there's going to be bad times, but there's going to be times that God blesses us, and in order for us to get through this whole world and get through this life, we need those memories, those precious memories that God has given us to, to remind us we should endeavor to train our memories that they might assist us in living the happy, useful, spirit-filled life. There are so many Christians today that if it took a smile to get them in the front door of a church, they couldn't get in the church because they have no happiness. Folks, Brother Matt <clears throat> preached it this morning. Salvation, and I prayed it and you've heard it. God has done everything for us. For salvation. We don't have to do anything but realize we're lost sinners. We're on our way to hell and accept the Lord Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. 
That ought to put a smile on our face. That ought to make us, boy, I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven. Because we're going to look at some things in a few moments. Your memory's going to work regardless if you're in heaven or if you're in hell. So you, that's, a, that's a scary thought right there. For the lost person, that's scary to think, hey, my memory is going to be just as much in, in hell as our memory as a Christian. Our, our memories are going to be in heaven. So the memories that we make here on earth, we have, we, you know, they should endeavor to train our memories that, we might, that, that might assist us in living the happy, useful, spirit-filled life. And I'm not being unkind. I'm just telling the truth, folks. Most Christians do not have any happiness, any joy in their life, in their Christian life. They may have happiness in this, in this whole world because they've got a big bank account. They've got a, a fine, fancy car. They've got a fine, fancy house. They've got everything in this whole world that will make them happy. But what do they have in their spiritual life? Is your spiritual life happy? <clears throat> Memory is trained by association. association. Associating one thing with another of where our mind or where we were at certain times. There's things we could ask, where were you when this happened? And you, there's things that associate in your mind of where it was when they happened. Some of us that are, oh, okay, I'm older than probably everybody in here. God, please. Ugh. I need to sit down. No. There's things in my childhood that I can remember exactly where I was when it happened. We associate memories with where we're at. JFK was shot. I was in my in living room at our house out on Hooper Drive, sitting there watching, you know, back then the televisions were this big. And this tall, and the screens were like, you had a lot more cabinet than you had. Now you have big screens. But when I was a kid, the television was like this, but your screen was only, you know, you had a lot of wood. That way, in case the house caught on fire, it burned real fast. But nowadays, we have great big televisions. I can remember breaking news. Walter Conkite comes on. Ladies and gentlemen, President of the United States, John Frank, John Fitzgerald Kennedy has just been shot in Dallas, Texas. You remember. Your, your mind remembers where you're at in those things that happen. 9-11, 2001. I'm mowing grass in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Guy, <clears throat> guy in the church pulls up, what are you doing? I said, mowing grass. What does it look like? Do you know the, twi- the twin tires have fallen? I have no idea. Yeah, we've been attacked. You need to, you know. But I remember exactly where I was. So things in your life, you can your memory associates where you were. That's what our memories do for us. And the same thing in our Christian life. Those memories that God gives us in our Christian life. If you're a, you're a soul winner, you knock on doors. I can tell you the first young person I'm... 16, 17 years, 16 years old, out soul winning. First person I ever led to the Lord. <clears throat> we were at Bible Baptist Church. Our teenagers went out soul winning. We were <coughs> out in... Now, my memory is not that well that I can remember 
It's Sunset Terrace out towards Hershey. We're knocking doors. Young man comes to the door, knocked on it, led him to, you know, told him who I was, where we're from. We're from Bible Baptist Church. We're out soul winning. Asked him, you know, young man, would you like to be saved? Yes, sir. <clears throat> Remember the young man, young boy, uh, Simone, in uh, Tennessee. We were at a football camp. I was coaching. We were in. The Lord allowed me to lead this young man to the Lord. Some of the things that happen in your life like that, God gives it to you. God puts it that memory in you, and it and it tells you. This is where this happened. This is where this happened. And I understand there's other memories, but we're talking about the memories, those precious memories that God gives us. And they, they help us to get through our spiritual life. They help us to be happy, to be useful in a spirit-filled life. If the only memories that you ever bring back through your, through your mind are the mully grub memories, you're not going to have any happiness. <clears throat> You've ever taken this old book and you talk to some lost sinner and you take him over to Romans and you're pouring your heart out to him for all of sin that comes short of the glory of God. Whatever your name may be, do you understand that we're all sinners? We've all come short of the glory of God, but God paid the price. You remember when you led your first soul to the Lord Jesus Christ. That's a precious memory because that's what we can take on into glory with us. Do you understand? <clears throat> Brother Guff, you're crazy, okay? Do you understand in, in glory that being a soul winner, knocking on doors, inviting people to church, that person walks down the aisle and gets saved, they're going to be in heaven with you forever. Not just, oh, yeah, I remember you. You came and you knocked on my door and I got saved. Okay, thank you. See you later. It's a, but it's a memory. We're going to have memories in eternity. Those are the things that help us in our lives that keeps us those precious memories that, that give us a spirit-filled life. And we need to remember when we were saved. Salvation should be the greatest memory, bar none, that has ever happened to you in your life. And I understand, so do you. There's times, marriage, kids, grandkids, all of those things. Your first boyfriend, first girlfriend. Those memories. But the greatest memory in your life, if you're saved, you're born again, the greatest memory in your life ought to be the day that you got saved. You may not remember the day, but you ought to remember time that I was lost and now I'm saved. I've told you my, you, you could tell me my own testimony. I remember, you know, as a young boy sitting right, it was, we had three rows at Bible Baptist. I was sitting on this row about five rows back. Preacher was preaching. An invitation came. I gotta be. I need to be saved. I'm lost. I'm on my way. To, I need to be saved. I came down, and my Sunday school teacher came from this side. He came over here. Brother Sonny Phelps took the Bible, and you may not, you, you may not have that kind of memory, but he came over and he said, "Lee, you're lost, aren't?" I said, "Yes, sir. I need to be saved." He took the Bible, showed me how to be saved. That night, I was baptized, May 10th, 1964. 
It's the greatest day, you, you may not agree with, but the greatest day in my life was the day that I got saved. And I remember that day. We need to remember. We need to go back and, you know, when I do weddings, I tell them, I said, we're having this ceremony today. But I don't want it to be just today. And six months from now, a year from now, you may need to remember and I'll tell the why you may need to remember why you fell in with this or fell in love with this young man. And I tell the young, you need to remember why you fell in love with her. And you need to renew those things. Because you need to remember this day when you're standing before these people, these witnesses, I, we're joining our lives in holy matrimony. You need to remember that. Because people forget. That was a happy day for them. And then all of a sudden, five, ten, six years down the road or whatever, I remember our first fight for sure. I remember where we were, the first fight we had. Well, where were you when you got married? See, we remember. God gave us a memory. And I'm not trying to be unkind. But we do. We remember things that God gave us, some blessings that God gave us. And the biggest blessing that God ever gave us was the day that you got saved. We need to remember that. Paul said, this is where, stay with me, in Philippians chapter, chapter 3. Paul said, put those things behind us. But what he's talking about is not the memories that God has given us. It's the things where man, where my, my memory or my things get in front of what God wants me to do. But in, in Philippians chapter 3... Verse number 13 says, Brethren, I count not myself who apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth to those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Forgetting some of the things, you know, well, I was this, I was this, I was this. What are we now for the Lord Jesus Christ? Do we have a, a happy, spirit-filled life? Or do we have... An American field life. Are we, and I'm, I'm thankful that I live in America. I'm proud to be an American. I'm proud that God allowed me to live in the United States of America. But I can't put living in the United States of America above my Christianity. I, you know, I, 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 guess I could say it a hundred times. I am saved. I'm born again. I know the day that I was, and that's the greatest day in my life. Like, he, he paid it all. And that's what we have to do, just put our simple faith and trust in him. He paid it all. You see, we need to remember some special times. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Here we have Moses. I'll be there in a minute. Telling, you, you have the, the children of Israel here. And in chapter 6, we see that the, uh, Moses is commanding them to teach the law, to do the things. So, and he, re, he repeated many times throughout his teachings to beware lest you forget. And he's reminding them to beware lest you forget what God has done for you. It's not what 
my job has done for me. It's not what my bank account has done for me. God, Moses is reminding them, to, this is what God has done for you. You need to remember this. He tells them to... Re- <clears throat> I want to sh- skip over some of this. But he said, beware lest you forget. That's what we're doing. We re- we're remembering lest we forget the blessings that God has put upon And yes, folks, our, our lives are a blessing. The God that, God that put our spouses, our mates in our lives, put our children in our lives, put our grandchildren in our lives, if you have grandchildren, those things, yes, those are blessings. And I'm not making light of those. God has given those to us, and he's given them to us for memory. So this is what, you know, a blessing that I've given to you. Yes, please don't take me wrong. But the greatest blessing that he has given us is our salvation. And Moses is telling us here in Deuteronomy, I'm not going to read it, but I want to, to beware, lest we forget these things. Throughout Deuteronomy, Moses states those things. Remember God's love. Remember God's commandments. Remember God's leadership. Remember God's faithfulness. All those things that, that, were, that Moses and them went through, Moses is telling them to remember, lest you forget. And that's the reason God gives us a memory. He doesn't want us to forget those things. In Ecclesiastes, it talks about young people. Well, Brother Governor's not talking about, yeah. In Ecclesiastes, it talks about the young people are called to remember now thy creator. We need to teach them in in the younger age that there's a creator. In Luke... Turn over to Luke. This is going to make even a... I'm, I want to be mindful of your time, so I don't want to take too much time, so I'm cutting some of it. That here in Luke, we see that we have a, a, a strong admonition. And I want, to t- I want to get this Right. But in Luke chapter 13, 17, I'm sorry, Luke chapter 17, in verse number 32, you see, remember Lot's wife. Now, in the context of where it is here in Luke chapter 17, it's talking about the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I've told you this, and you can, but in our Sunday school class, we've been talking about the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's, it's true. It's coming. It's going to happen. If you don't, you know, it's... He's coming again. And I believe he's coming very soon. The, the signs and the times and things that God has put. But God put it in here in, in Luke, <coughs> excuse me, Luke chapter 17, verse number. Remember Lot's wife. Now the, the story, it, Lot's living in Sodom and Gomorrah, a, a city of, of just wickedness, just pure wickedness. As, as awful as you can think, that's Sodom and Gomorrah. God told Lot to get out. And Lot, it's, you can draw the picture, the parallel of Sodom and Gomorrah with this old world when the Lord comes back. God told Lot to get out, get his family out, get out. But see, Lot's wife was so tied to Sodom and Gomorrah that <clears throat> scholars believe, I, you know, it's not script, but it, it's... Lot's wife was so tied 
to Sodom and Gomorrah. She had so many tithes in there that she had to look back. What's going to happen to my house? What's going to happen to all the furniture that I have personally picked out? What's going to happen to that room that I painted? I ordered this special paint for this room. What's going to happen to that? She looked back. God told them to get out. But she looked back. See, that's the, the teaching here of Lot's wife. Remember Lot's wife. As a Christian, when the trumpet sounds and we're out of here, we're gone. I'm not looking back at what's back down here. This world's not my home. It may be, this world's not my home. I'm just passing through. My treasures and your treasures ought to be laid up somewhere beyond the blue. And if that's the way it is, when the trumpet sounds, we're not going to be looking back saying, Oh my goodness. That's that special paint that we waited on six months that Miss Guffey just had to have to paint that house. Oh man, and now, no. And I know, Brother Guffey, you're being facetious. Maybe. Why did God say in there, remember Lot's wife? What did Lot's wife do? Tell me, what'd she do? She looked back. What happened to her when she looked back? She became a pillar of salt. See, God's telling us, don't look back. That's what, you know, remember Lot's wife. Why, why, do I, why did he put in there, remember Lot's wife? Because she was so tied to this world, she couldn't let go of the things. I guarantee, you know, tell you what. When the trumpet, if, when the trumpet sounds, we're out of here. We're in glory. If you're sorry that God took you to heaven, look me up, okay? Look me up. Brother Guffey, I cannot believe God brought me to heaven. Here, but I guarantee you, not one of you in here is going to look me up and tell me, I'm so sorry that I'm saved and I'm in heaven. We're going to be singing and shouting so much that it's just going to... Uh, we're going to raise the, if there if there's not, but if there was a roof in heaven, we're going to raise the roof off of heaven the way we're singing and shouting because God has delivered us from this old world to, to, <clears throat> to live with Him forever and ever and ever. I got a couple minutes and I'll get done. Maybe. See, God, He tells us, you know, these are, are talking, they're memories God has put in here. The spirit, there's spiritual admonitions to remember. There's memories in our Christian life. You know, the, the things that we must work to keep that, those memories, especially those certain matters that we have, to keep those memories alive, to keep those memories going. You know, it's been said, and I've, but we've all had, maybe most of us, probably all of us, have had somebody in our lives that have passed. You know, and they say that a person really never dies until his na their name is not mentioned anymore. And I understand that they quit breathing, they quit, but the memories of that pe of those people still live on by people that they affected their lives by. Great memories, great traditions. You know, this you know this <clears throat> yesterday was my father-in-law's birthday. And Miss Cheryl put the collage of, of his pictures on there and stuff. But a great man. And he did a lot for people. 
And if you grew up here in Wichita Falls, you knew a man named Shelby Stone. And if you knew, the, if you knew Shelby, your life was better off because you knew Shelby Stone. He had no hands, he had no feet, he couldn't talk. Now, somebody, Miss Kevin, you can answer what did he play? The Maramba, like a xylophone. He could play that thing like you could not believe. And he rode his bicycle all around town. Every, you know, people knew Shelby Stone. And he was bat boy for some of the softball teams and stuff. But he, on Sunday morning, he was in church. He went to church. He knew the Lord as his Savior. And it took special people to be around Shelby Stone. Because no hands, no feet, couldn't talk. But Cheryl's dad could take that man anywhere with him. And didn't, I mean, it was a blessing for Jerry and Shelby to go places. See, those were memories that were made. But see, Shelby is just like you and I now. He's in heaven. And he's complete. And he's thanking the Lord that he's in heaven. He's got his hands. He's got his feet. He's playing that. He's not playing a little bitty one. He's playing a great big one. I'm just, you know, my mind goes like that. But see, those are the things that we do. We make memories. I'm going to, in Psalms chapter 119, I'm going to leave off. It's, but in Psalms chapter 119, verse number 11, Scripture says, Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Of all these things that were said tonight, I'm not going to go into the, the memory of eternity. We're just going to stop right there. But folks, there is... God talks about there's memories in hell. In Luke, it talked about the rich man asking God just to send Lazarus to dip the tip of his tongue in water. And God said, no, you had your, you really, basically, you, you, were, you had your time. Read it. I mean, it's in the book. It, it, it's there. But the main thing, and I want to stop here, in Psalms 119, verse number 11. We ask, we, we try to get people to read their Bible. We try to get people to study Scripture. Because that way when God gives you a memory in your spiritual life, you can remember it. And here in, in Psalms 119, verse number 11. Thy word have I hid in my heart, mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. God wants us to hide his word in our heart that we might not sin against thee. You see, when we have sin in our heart, it separates us from God. It separates us from the love of God. And God wants us to continually remember those blessed memories that He's given us to keep on to keep us going on.
to keep us going on in line. Yes, there's going to be times when life kicks your knees, kicks your legs out from underneath you. And you're going to wonder, how am I going to go on? How am I going to get up and go on? If we've hid His Word in our heart, then we're going to know how we can get up and continue to go tomorrow. We don't have to go next month. We don't have to go next year. All we have to do is get up and go tomorrow. And tomorrow, then tomorrow. See, God doesn't promise us, hey, you're going to be here next year. God doesn't promise us that. We're just day by day. So we get up, God knocks, our, our feet get knocked out from underneath us. I just have to get up and go through tomorrow. And I have to go through tomorrow. And then I look, tomorrow I look back and I think, God gave me that memory. God said he'd never leave me nor forsake me. And that memory of never leaving me or forsaking me goes yesterday, today, tomorrow, 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 next week, next month. We only have to go one day at a time with God meeting our needs. God giving us those memories. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Is our Christian life filled with happiness? Filled with that spiritual smile? Or do we dread? Oh, it's Sunday. Oh, my goodness, it's Sunday. It's Wednesday. Oh, preacher wants us to do this, do this, do that. Uh. Or is it we're spiritually happy because God has given us memories. Father, thank you for the evening. Lord, thank you for those times that you put in our lives that build us, that build our spiritual character, that build our spiritual happiness. And I understand as well as anybody. Lord, there's times that this old life is hard. This old life has some sorrows. Some sorrows we can't even understand. But Lord, those precious memories that you give us, the day of our salvation, the precious promise that we have that if we just put our simple faith and trust in you, that we'll spend eternity in heaven where we walk on streets of gold. Lord, the gates are made out of pearl. Lord, and all the fine jewels that you take to make the layers of heaven. Lord, thank you for that. Lord, I pray you just meet the needs of the people this evening. Lord, and uh, just help us to search our hearts. Lord, have we wronged anybody? Is there something that we need to make right between others? Lord, all that comes between my life. It comes between me and you, the sin of, of the problems. That, but Lord, help us if we've got an issue with a person, Lord, that we get that right. We take care of it. Lord, if there's something you've asked us to do and we, we've been disobedient, Lord, help us to get those things right. Lord, for the things, for the memories that you give us, we're so, so thankful. Lord, 2021 is, behind, is almost behind us. Lord, in the memories that we've made, I just pray that we cherish those. And Lord, in the ones in 2022 that are coming, if you don't come back and get us, Lord, that the memories we make will be surrounded by this book, be surrounded by your precious salvation that's free. All we have to do is accept it. 
Lord, watch over us now. We pray that you watch over the members at Victory Baptist Church, our preacher and his family. Lord, those that are sick, Lord, those that need us to intercede, I just pray that you would help us to be faithful to lift others up. Lord, those that are sick, Lord, those that are afflicted, that need our prayers, Lord, that your will would be done. Thank you now for this evening in Jesus' name. Amen. You are dismissed.